All right. I got a problem for you. So uh, we're going to talk about polling in LiveWire. P-O-L-L-I-N-G, not polling, but polling. Um, and so first, the concept of polling is instead of using something like pusher WebSockets to initiate um, events from the server side, you use polling to pull the server on an interval, like every second or so for new uh, for news from the server. This way you don't have to deal with server side, server sent events, um, WebSockets, all of that extra craziness that gets added to your app. You can just simply use Ajax inside some sort of time interval and pull for updates. Common use cases for this are maybe like a, um, if you have like a notification button in the top, like nav bar that has a little uh, alert thing, like a little red dot, if there's new notifications, um, that could be a WebSocket driven thing, or you could just pull every 10 seconds or so, five or 10 seconds, um, you know, uh, to an endpoint to just see if there's any new notifications. So anyway, it's pretty common practice and it's been used for a long time. And I still like it because it's really simple. I prefer it over pusher um, until, you know, my needs are are bigger. Anyway, so this all came about because I was showing David Hemphill LiveWire like way back when, and he's like, how would I accomplish this in LiveWire? And he had toaster notification, was it toaster notifications? No, it was like he was building, I don't know if it was the something for the Forge or for the Forge UI or Nova or Chipper, probably Chipper. Um, and he needed to know the status of a deployment or something like that. He needed a button to go from red to green um, as, you know, as the progress of something sort of progressed. And he said, how would I accomplish this in LiveWire? And I was like, okay, I need to make polling. <laughs> I need to make some sort of feature to pull easily with LiveWire because the potential is totally there. So I added this directive called wire colon poll. So anywhere inside of your LiveWire component, let's say you have, uh, let's say a LiveWire component is just a div. And inside that div uh, or on that, that root div, you add wire colon poll. And then inside of it, you echo out the current time in PHP and you render it on the page. Now, I think the default is like two or five seconds. I can't remember. Every two or five seconds, uh, I think it's two. Every two seconds, the time will update because LiveWire will do like a JavaScript set interval and fire off a request to the server, get the new DOM with the new date time and swap it into the page. So it's a pretty cool feature. Uh, and I just kind of left it in there. It was, it was documented pretty poorly. Uh, fast forward till maybe a month ago. Um, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, probably. Till Cruss, he's a, a Till, he corrects me with his last name. It's like Cruz, Cruz, Till Cruz. I don't know. Sorry, Till. Um, he's, a, he's a friend of mine. Great guy. Till is like number five contributor to Laravel Core. He's been, you know, pitching in at open source for a long, long time. So he got into LiveWare and he pinged me and he said, hey, uh, I want to use LiveWire for this. Is it good for this? And basically he wanted to make a little messaging system where you could have like uh, conversations and then other users could add messages and it would get added if a new message was there. And he said, I would need something, you know, does LiveWire support WebSockets, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, if you use Pusher, LiveWire does support Laravel Echo. But what I think you could probably get away with is just polling. And he's like, well, one, dude, I didn't even find it. And I looked through all the docs. So... I updated the doc so that it's like a first class citizen feature. Um, and then he's like, yeah, that could probably work. So we got on a call and we hacked it out and we got the implementation working, which was really cool. Um, but he's like, you know, dude, honestly, this is probably me being a little bit overkill, but there's just something about having a machine, having everybody's tab just sitting there. Uh, well, at the time, the default was like 500 milliseconds. <laughs> so every half a second, 
an Ajax request was being sent. He's like, if they have five tabs open, that's a zillion Ajax requests. Like that server load is just too much. So even if I slow it down, I just feel like people are going to have all these tabs open. He's like, I wonder if you could do something to make the polling lie dormant. So we immediately Googled for a page visibility API. That's what it's called. We didn't know that at the time, but it exists. I'm like, I bet it exists. I bet something in, you know, in um, JavaScript or, you know, HTML or yeah, JavaScript, the JavaScript spec um, exists that's, that gives you an API for detecting if a browser is inactive, like if a user switches tabs. And there is, it's called the page visibility API. And it's a little event that gets fired on the document. So you do document.add event listener for, I think it's called visibility change. And then you get uh, document.hidden is a Boolean value uh, just in JavaScript in, in your browser um, that is true or false depending on if the browser's hidden. So you set up an, an event listener and you can um, you know check on document.hidden to get your value if the browser tab is hidden or not. So this is something that kind of lingered in the background that to him was like a deal breaker. Like I need something to, to I need it to do this before I can implement this. And I just got to it yesterday. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to spike this out. I bet it'll take me five minutes. And I was right. It was a very simple feature. So here was my approach. Um, there, I guess I'll first say what, what might have been a knee-jerk reaction approach is to uh, somehow remove. So when, wire, when LiveWire detects wire pull on an element, um, it will register a set interval. It'll register a set interval that fires off uh, an Ajax request on LiveWire every, you know, by default, like I said, two, two seconds, I think. Um, so that's just running. So you could stop, you could delete that set interval. I think, I think you can clear set interval, like you can clear set timeout. So maybe that would be an option is like register this, this listener so that when the page is not visible, destroy that interval, then when it becomes visible, recreate the interval. So I wanted something a little bit simpler. So what I decided to do was to create a global state. So I have a global LiveWire store in JavaScript. It's like a singleton where I store all the state. It's anything that's common to all LiveWire components. It's like the God LiveWire store. It's a singleton, like I said. Um, so I can put global state on that. So I put a little piece of global state called LiveWire is in background that defaults to false. And then on boot, I registered this listener that listens for the visibility change, and I set that to true or false. Now inside my set interval, where that registers when LiveWire detects wire pull, it's going to just do a check and say, hey, is LiveWire in the background or in the foreground? If it's in the background, just return, return early. Like don't get to actually fire the Ajax request. So one benefit of this actually, this is like what I love about a lot of these LiveWire JavaScript problems, is you're really zooming in on a problem. Like you're you're going really deep into like the frame by frame details of a problem. So what I mean by that is, um, so this means that if if it's, let's say it's every five seconds that this Ajax request gets sent. If you leave the tab after three seconds, it's going to get to that, fi that fifth second, it'll be in the background and it won't fire the Ajax request. When you go back to visit the tab, there's only like a, you know, you can figure out the percentage. When you go back to visit this tab, the interval is still running. So the chances of you hitting it at the perfect mark are really slim, meaning that it's not going to be like you come back to the page and then you have to wait five seconds for a new poll. It's like it'll probably be some amount of time already progressed through that poll when you come back to the page. So likely, because that was one of his hangups is like, well, then what if you come back to the page and then you're flooded with all this new info? 
um, you know, if you have to wait, like, let's say it's a 10 second poll, you have to wait 10 seconds when you come back to the page. It's unlikely that it would be the full 10 seconds. But that aside, somebody in the GitHub repository, this is a GitHub issue. Somebody was like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if you slowed down the polling uh, instead of just cut it off, just slow it way down while it's in the background. And I was like, yeah, that would be cool. And my initial reaction was, yeah, but that'd be super hard. Like I would have to change the interval of a set interval and then change it back when page visibility changes. But uh, I was recently inspired by, if you listen to No Plans to Merge, my other podcast, uh, you've heard us talk about the sessions lottery. This is the thing uh, Taylor uses a lottery, like a random chance thing um, in Laravel to clear, to do the session garbage collection. So every approximately hundredth request gets uh, tasked with clearing the whole app session garbage. Um, but so I decided to apply the same principle that instead in my set interval for the polling, instead of just firing the, uh, the Ajax request, or instead of just, sorry, just checking to see if LiveWire is in background and then cutting off Ajax requests, if it is, I do, this is literally the code. It's like, if is in background and, and then I do math.random to get a number between zero and one, it gives you a decimal between zero and one. If math.random is greater than 0.95. And what that does is it like couches my conditional with an extra check for 5%. So it's basically like 5% of the time. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I think it's an or statement. Um, if it's in the background, right, right now it's an and. If it's in the background and math.random is greater than 0.95, then block the requests or less than point. I can't think of it right now, whatever. I'm Boolean impaired. But the, the, the concept is that I added in this little buffer so that if it's in the background, 5% of requests are slipped through so that you can still pull little by little. Oh my gosh, I'm at 10 minutes. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, thanks. Bye.